Hello, folks. Today we're going to talk about uh, marijuana. Marijuana. Let, let's go and have That's a, a cultural a appropriation right there, sir. I have to stop <laughs> you for that. Yeah, as a cannabis marijuana. But uh, recently Trump was talking about, uh, you know, like there's been talks about Trump, like changing up uh, marijuana le like uh, legislation or like how it's uh, scheduled after midterms. I think, you know, it, it's a very interesting topic and there's many really opinionated like uh, voices on both sides of this issue. And I, and I think this is a definitely like just drug policy in general. That's a uh, particularly interesting area that like a lot of people don't think about. Now, the main talking point with marijuana is, you know, the, the fans of it will say that it's like it's less bad than drinking. And they'll be like, oh, you know, it's not bad. It's not addictive. There's no harm. And then you get the really crazies, you know, the really far um, marijuana pro people. He'll say it's like the cure for cancer. And it's like this wonder drug. And the reason it's like illegal is because of some like conspiracy theory to like make it. So you can't like it was from the paper industry going back to the 30s. Like I, I've seen these like left wing conspiracy theories before. But here's the thing. Like with marijuana, I think one of the issues with it, and here's a couple like just practical issues, like not philosophical, nothing like that. You know, philosophically, I think, you know, people should have the freedom to do mostly what they want. However, practically, I know that uh, we live in a less than perfect world. We don't like the average IQ, I don't think would be able to go and handle absolute freedom in the country. Because you get people who are just dumb and they'll just, you know, get addicted to it. Because it really does require a high IQ to have high levels of freedom when you think about it. Because you got to be big brain. Well, like, really, you do. Because if you have, like, some dummy will just keep, like, doing drugs and stuff and, like, having sex and having kids. And they won't, you know, they won't think about the future. Like, honestly, like, IQ is probably mostly about forward thinking. You know, what are you going to do, like, 20 years from now, like, how are you going to go and plan your life? It's that sort of like mentality that I think creates higher IQ individuals. But anyways, back to marijuana policy, like one of the major issues I personally see with it would be, uh, you know, like with the vehicles, I think that's definitely, you know, like a high driving and there's not a lot of research into this. Uh, but it's like really hard to go and test like how much marijuana you have in your blood. Cause like I've heard stories that like, if you, smoke like weed once it will barely be it might not even be in your system you can be high as heck but if you like smoke weed like you know you're like smoking weed every day like snoop dog and you don't even smoke weed that day and you go driving there'll be so much weed like left over within your system that when you get tested even if you're completely stone sober you'll still be like given enough that they would think you did dui and i think that's a major issue is with uh, dealing with cars and that sort of thing. Like, how do you really tell when someone's like high or not? And it's just such a strange plant too. And like another issue that I have with, um, you know, like uh, marijuana legalization is like, what will, what, how will that affect us in terms of just like people being lazy? Like, I, I don't want to sound like a, you know, like thinking that everyone's like lazy who does weed, but like, I know a lot of people who, who do smoke weed and they just, you know, a lot of people, it's not like, you know, cocaine where it's a stimulant. It's like the opposite. It's like, you know, if you have someone who's like just a, a day drinker, it's like, it's kind of like a depressant. Like it just makes people kind of like want to sit back and watch Rick and Morty all day. Like not, not everyone, obviously, but like even when um, Elon Musk got on the air and he smoked weed and like Joe Reagan was like, yeah, I can see why he someone like you probably won like weeks. Like Elon Musk was always thinking on his feet. And if we kind of have this like culture and everyone's just smoking weed, it's kind of going to be a, it's going to be a problem. I think now on the other hand, I think that enforcement 
and one other major problem too is the obesity problem in the United States, and I don't think that legalizing marijuana is going to help that at all. Like, because the munchies isn't just some meme. Like, I know people who smoke weed, and they'll just like eat like you know Tostitos and like pizza pockets, and they'll just like gobble up food and gain weight and just like not want to do things. So that's going to increase the obesity epidemic. And along with that, you know, you'll get young. I, I think you know, more younger people start doing it as well to a certain extent. And, uh, and there's a lot of really like, like, see, if you're just like the average stoner, like you smoke weed like maybe once a week, I don't think that's a big issue. But like, you get people who will take it to the extreme, they'll smoke weed every day. And that, you know, there's been a lot of research into like mental disorders and people who are like constant stoners. Now, I think alcohol has similar issues if you're drinking liquor every day, but people know the dangers with that. You get these, like, um, you know, these radical, uh, you know, marijuana enthusiasts who say that, you know, you should, you could smoke it every day and that kills free radicals or something. It's healthy for you. No, I don't think it's healthy for you. I mean, like, at, at the best case, I think it might be helpful for people. Like, you know, there's definitely medical uses for it. And I think that there's very low reason why not to have it legalized for medical, like, at least for medical usage. Because we have legalized opium right now. We have legalized mm. cocaine for medical. Like, you can get a prescription, like, cocaine if you really want to. Now, it won't be in the powder form. It'll probably be in a pill. But you can get, like, morphine, cocaine, heroin, all, like, fentanyl. That's why it was originally used for, is for kids with cancer to go and lick a lollipop with fentanyl in it so they don't have to deal with the injections. But for, like, recreational use, I, I just think there's going to be some major issues with that. And, like, see, my problem with, like, drugs, like, honestly, I would like to see it where we would have the ability for people to go and do pretty much whatever drug they want. However... You know, I, I do recognize that there's a major issue with that. You know, philosophically, I'd want it to happen, but you just have people, you know, like let's say we legalize all drugs, you got people just shooting up heroin, you know, left and right. And now people, you know, there's an argument to be said about that, that, you know, it's better than them using it off the street. But you know, I don't think, you know, just providing it's a very good solution either, because that's all that everyone will want to do. It's an addiction. Mm. Like people say that marijuana is not addicting. But what they mean is it's not addicting in the classical sense, like with a heroin, where if you don't do heroin, like after you've been doing it for like a month or so, like straight, you're going to have withdrawal symptoms. Now, marijuana doesn't really have any withdrawal symptoms, but it, it's psychologically addicting. It's like a compulsion. It's like, you know, uh, alcohol. There's people who are like consistent alcoholics. Now, that might have a little bit of withdrawal symptoms, but like, you know, gambling, people who are addicted to gambling is people who are addicted to video games, sex, porn, and masturbation. There's a lot of things that people can be addicted to. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to have withdrawal. And that's a very strong aspect to it. Like, I, I've known many people who just go down this path. Now, that could be, you know, one could go and argue that's because it's uh, illegal right now that they, you know, they start associating with drug dealers and they get into harder stuff because they're already around, you know, the sort of environment where you get a lot of, like, you know, like, if, if you have a drug dealer, they might not just steal in marijuana. Like, if it's, a, if it's an illegal drug dealer. If it's legal, then, yeah, they'll just steal with marijuana or, you know, like a smoke shop or head shop. But if it's an illegal drug dealer right now, you know, the issue is, you know, you start talking to them and they're like, oh, you know, we'll smoke. We have, I sell weed, but I also sell, you know, uh, Oxycontin or like Percocet or whatever else they want to sell, but like it just when you're in that environment, you know the rules are different. It's less judgy. It's like 
with the uh, with the furries. When you think about it, like the furries, when they're in their environment, they think it's okay. You know, you know, Bobby's a furry, and you know, you know, Joe's also a furry, but he likes to have sex with animals. So that's how that's kind of like that's why there's twenty percent of furries who are into banging animals. And I think there's a similar kind of situation with uh, drug use, with marijuana, when you're around, like, illegally right now. And I think that would stop that. But on the other hand, you would have people, a lot of people, especially once first legalized, who will just start, like, constantly using it. And we need to go and have, like, some sort of public service announcement saying that, you know, look, there's real dangers to this. It's not just, like, some wonder drug. And the people who say it's a wonder drug need to be taken to court because it's obviously not like, you know, the, if you have like, say, like back in the day, they took cigarette, like big tobacco to court for saying that, you know, cigarettes, you know, nine out of 10 doctors recommend camels, camel cigarettes. You know, they got taken to court over those BS claims. And I think they need to start doing that with marijuana. Now, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I want to first start with a disclaimer. I am, you know, straight to straight edges. I've never drank any alcohol, I've never done any uh, illegal drug, I've never, um, what are all the other bad things? Nope. <laughs> smoked, yes, <yeah>, smoked. <laughs> I've never done them, so I, don't, I start to forget about them in many ways. Uh, I drank coffee once. <laughs> yeah, the edgiest thing I've ever done was drank coffee like three times, and I don't like it. Uh, and I don't like soda either. I know I'm very weird. Okay, you know, I'm getting that out there. But I don't like a lot of these things because I've seen what they do to people. And a simple way to put it is the pleasure comes first, the pain comes later. That is a simple way to put the side effects of smoking, drinking, and drugs. And that's why I've never done them and I've stayed away from them. Now, how do I feel philosophically? Philosophically, in an ideal, utopian, libertarian paradise, everybody would be allowed to do any drug they want. All drugs would be legal. You'd allow to do whatever you want, whenever you want, you know, within some reason, I guess. But ideally, all drugs should be legal. But in the real world, not the utopian world, I don't know if that's practical in any regard, um, or how far it can be practical, I should say. Because I, and I'm going to agree with a lot of what you say, maybe repeat it, but I'll put it through my filter. Uh, you know, when people, uh, you know, like the, I'm open on this topic, just to preface, I'm very open on it. I don't have a solid stance. I think you probably have more of a stance than me. It's very complex, you know, for me. I'm pretty cut and dry on most issues, but this one I'm not. Uh, and a lot of the common arguments you'll hear, you know, from the left are, well, uh, alcohol is legal and it's way worse than marijuana. Well, I don't like that argument because these are really not comparable things. You know, alcohol, you can take a few sips and nothing happens to you. With marijuana, just on one hit, you're already going to feel some effect. Just one hit. I mean, of course, it depends on the potency, blah, 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 the quality of marijuana, yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, this, you know, marijuana, just taking any dose of it has an effect on you. Would uh, You know, I'll let you interject for a second. Would you say I'm right on Oh, that? yeah. Okay. So, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a, I agree 100% with that. And, like, that's another thing I kind of forgot to mention. It's like, 
you can't like and some people like too it's just too much it's like a pandora's box when you have like people smoking marijuana some people can handle it very good and they have like a high tolerance to it you know they could smoke a whole like a joint or a bowl they'll be perfectly fine you know to drive but then you have other people out there yeah who will like you know you have one like you, t you do one toke and then they're like completely like you know blasted and, and i wouldn't trust them anywhere near a moving vehicle it's just very difficult to determine those things exactly and that's the same with alcohol and a bunch of other things that you know you're ah. well, well what i mean is that uh, let me uh, draw back well my what i mean is that your mileage will vary like some people can have you know, 10 drinks, and they'll be totally shit-faced, wasted. Other people, they'll be fine. But uh, uh, marijuana kicks in quicker, though. I think we can well, agree on that. Well, yeah, I agree marijuana kicks in quicker, but with alcohol, it's a lot more, like, of a science. Like, marijuana is, like, almost like an art. Like, I guess you could say, like, it's kind of very more subjective to each person's individual experience and individual strain. Yeah, and like when you have like one shot of like liquor, you can you can look online. Like they have things that tell you your blood alcohol percentage. Like that's it's down to a science because we've had it for years. Yeah, but there's nothing like that with marijuana. Like you can't go and tell if you're too drunk to go and drive because you don't have like a little breathalyzer. You don't have a little mathematical formulas because you can take it like for alcohol by your you know your body con like how big you are. If you weigh two hundred pounds and you know it's not exactly perfect, but it's pretty damn good. You know, if you're 200 pounds and you have one drink and that's either like a beer or a shot or like a glass of wine, then you'll be fine. But if you're like, you know, you have like four of those, then you're going to have a problem. But with marijuana, there's none of that. Yeah. And to continue on my uh, previous point, which is, you know, oh, these things, you know, alcohol is way worse. I would tend to argue that in terms of short-term effects, Short term, like you have a few drinks or you have one drink. I mean, I know I'm throwing these arbitrary numbers out there, but you don't have much alcohol, nothing's going to really happen to you. If you have a little bit of marijuana, something's going to happen to you. You're going to have side effects. Now, what are the bad things with marijuana? Common symptom or side effects of marijuana that I've seen in people, you know, I've these are common symptoms. It's not just anecdotal. paranoia, laziness, uh... And sometimes even I would say stupidity. I know that's a subjective term anyways, but people when they start smoking weed can get very lazy, lack of days go and get dumb and not you know, it's not like an alcoholic you get that slurred speech, but they kinda of just get a little you know, they're not thinking straight. You know, cause it's a mind altering drug, it's got THC, it fucks with your mind. Uh and paranoia. I when I, one of my friends remember was, you know, took a few hits from weed, he was pretty paranoid from it. And I could tell, like I would just make some like jokes and he'd get all like on edge about it. I was like, dude, I'm just joking. And I realized, oh, that's paranoia kicking in. Uh, but, you know, I'm using anecdotal stuff here. This isn't well, like... Yeah. Well, here's the thing with the paranoia. Like, that's a little bit more subjective. You know, some people could be paranoid. Some people could be like the exact opposite. They're just like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, they'll be like the most commonest people you ever know. But that's really dependent on the strain of marijuana and the person taking it. Like yeah. It's just difficult. Like, it's not really, you don't know, but they'll have something most likely, unless they're like a super stoner and they're like been smoking weed since they were in seventh grade. Yeah. And here's the other thing um, when they compare alcohol and uh, marijuana alcohol is a liquid. Okay. You drink it, you swallow it, boom, it's down. With marijuana, you're you know, if you're inhaling, which you gotta do to get the effect of it, mm -hmm. I guess. You know, you could eat. What was that? 
Oh yeah, have, edibles. yeah, that's true. You can eat it, but um, I'm reading this thing here on the uh, NIDA National um, uh, Institute of Drug Abuse, and it's talking about the short-term effects. Of, and it says the THC quickly passes through the lungs into the bloodstream, and then it carries all that to the brain. Now I'm just you know guessing on this here, like this is an exact science, but I just have a feeling that uh, marijuana gets to your brain quicker, and I think that's why it has these effects, because you're inhaling it through a smoke or whatever. But to me, just a smoke, just inhaling a smoke has got to be worse than swallowing a liquid. I mean, it just makes sense to me. You know, inhaling well, smoke is bad for your lungs to begin with, so. Well, they do have, like, I mean, there are methods, like in PA, if you have a medical, you can't smoke it. You can either, like, vape it, or you could go and, like, eat something or drink a tincture with, uh, you know, cannabinoids in there. Yeah. But, you know, that it'll still mess you up, like, a lot. Like, it's just more of a Pandora's box. But, like, yeah. see, my, my thing with uh, marijuana, though, the one good, like, of all the drugs out there, and there's a lot of drugs, like, some of them have potential for a lot of, like, interesting things, like, a lot of like philosophers and like very smart people like uh what's your, who's that famous psychologist sigmund ford he was like he used cocaine a lot and the guy who yeah and like he he did pretty good work i, I think like he's still like referenced say the psychology course some of it might be a little bs well yeah but i mean that's you know for the time it was more than what anyone else came up with but not just him there's a bunch of other people who did like you know recreationally use cocaine and then there was like uh, the guy who invented uh, the double helix structure of the DNA molecules was a, um, you know, he was an acid uh, taker. A lot of people in Silicon Valley do that. But I mean, I think those drugs have a lot more, like it just has a lot, it's a different sort of drug. And like marijuana, I feel does the exact opposite. It inhibits a lot of people, makes them kind of lazy. Mm. But like, you know, not, not everyone. Sometimes it's good to go and have like a nice little break from things. But like... I feel that for society as a whole, like it won't have as much of a benefit. However, I do think at this point, you know, it, it, the die's already cast. We already saw it happen with Colorado. And it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, marijuana, like it's going to be legalized regardless of, you know, what we do. However, I think in general, like my idea for, um, you know, I think we very well could actually have, like, let people do more or less whatever drugs they want. However, I'd have a special uh, situation with that. And, you know, it's a little bit of a different solution to this problem. But, like, let's let's say, you know, maybe, maybe this would be used for marijuana, maybe not, maybe it'd be used for harder drugs like heroin or, like, you know, some of the more, like, mind-altering ones like, you know, cocaine or, like, maybe even acid. Like, you could go and have the doctor. You'd have to go to the doctor and ask to um, be put on this drug, and they'd go and have, like, a therapist. They'd check, you know, your vital signs and make sure you don't have any history of like mental illness or like drug abuse. And they go and give it to you. They go and give you one dose of uh, whatever drug you're trying to go and do. So they can give you like cocaine. Then they go and examine you while you're like under the effects of cocaine. If it's not anything particularly bad, they'll give you like a small dose and they'll uh, drug test you after that to make sure that you haven't been like, uh, it, like for the first month or so, like you, you'll go back a month later and they'll drug test you to make sure that you're not like, abusing it excessively you're only taking the amount that you've been prescribed and then they go and kind of like keep an eye on you and this can be done via you know computers they go and set up a system and they'll go and look at your like credit score and they'll go and look and make sure that you're employed and they'd have something on there to go make sure that you're like not wasting all your money on drugs it'd be hooked up to your computer 
And if anyone has an issue with it, like, you know, if you have a spouse, or your family notices that you're starting to act bizarrely, they go and be able to go and take you, take the drug away from you. And I think, you know, this would be a lot more involved in there, but I think this would enable a lot more freedom to be had. It, it would be like kind of a, uh, you know, like a situation where it, you can go and do the drug, but they'll also make sure that you're not going to go and like destroy yourself and your family at the same time. It'd be like this kind of halfway solution where you could do whatever drug you want. Like, you know, you could, you could be given like heroin if you really wanted to, but they'd go and monitor you. And if you had any issue or they notice that you're like developing a dependency on it, you know, you take it more than you should. And they'll like periodically, I guess, I mean, it depends on the drug really like with heroin. Yeah, I guess they'd probably have to do that. But for other drugs, you know, it'd be more or less, they'd be passive. They just check on your, you know, your financial status They'll make sure that you're still like gainfully employed. And if you have any issues, then they can just go and take you off the drug and then they put like a little mark on your record and say you can't do the drug anymore. Well, here's the problem with that is these people become addicted and you're once you can't just take the drugs away and they're not going to do them. They're going to go through black markets like they do now, get them, and they're just going to keep getting addicted and it's going to be an endless spiral. But um, before we deep dive into that, I want to finish what I was saying about the effects of it. Um, the one thing I think we can actually... You know, maybe I know how dare we have this in today's world, find common ground on something, but maybe we can have common ground on this, which is uh, I don't think we should allow marijuana for anybody between um, that's under the age of at least 18 because um, your brain is developing and marijuana or any drug, including alcohol, on a brain that's less than 18 is going to have bad effects because you're changing how you're thinking, your mind altering, and it's going to impair thinking, it's going to impair memory, and all kinds of stuff. Like, there have been studies done to prove that. I think that's a common ground thing. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. Like, like, see, the only issue I'd have in the, be, you know, for recreational use, I agree. If you have a medical necessity, like there's people yeah. with, um, you know, issues, then, yeah, I think they could be prescribed however they, the doctor see fit since they prescribe you know, fentanyl to, like, you know, eight-year-olds who are, like, cancer patients. That was going to be so my think, next segue, which is I think the other common ground we can have is medical marijuana is perfectly fine. I think as long as the doctor prescribes it and it's regulated so people aren't, you know, doing like they do with the opioids, which is they can get it on Medicaid for cheap and then sell it on the streets, you know, shit like that. As long as it's well-regulated and it's prescribed and it's controlled – I think medical marijuana is fine because it helps people. I, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think that that'd be two areas of common ground with most people would probably agree with that. And I don't want to people to conflate the Joe Rogan as sort of argument. Oh, marijuana, you know, cures cancer, bro. Yeah, I know he doesn't say that, but like that's the people like some pot has literally argued that it cures cancer. No, it fucking doesn't. Like it's not this miracle drug that cures every disease. But um, back to my whole stance on this issue. Um, so philosophically, like I said, I believe you can do whatever you want, but I don't know if that's practical here because at the same time, I do think you should be able to do whatever you want to your body, no matter how fucked up it is. It's your body, your choice. I know it's like a pro-choicer now. Um, but I think the problem I have, and it's the same problem with alcohol or any drug really, is that you know you can do whatever you want as long as you're not harming other people. 
with alcohol, you can get drunk, get in a car, and kill people. Drunk drivers kill a lot of people. I hate drunk drivers, you know, and I hate drunks in general because they can go off and do these things without really being fully in control of their body. Now, with alcohol, at least, you can have a drink or two or three or whatever, and it probably won't affect you. But with weed, boom, you're already affected once you take one puff. Now, is it dangerous? You know, like you said, it depends on the person. That's where it's it's kind of difficult. But, um, you know, I, I just have a lot of problems, mostly with, you know, Getting around to supporting any Wii legalization is because really the activists, the pot activists are annoying. They're really just, just annoying people, and I explain why with their common arguments. But I think you are right They're that the NPCs. battle... Yeah, they are NPCs. They are peak NPC. And I think the battle has been lost. I think I, you know within 10, 20 years, you're going to see nationwide legalization. And what I mean by that is maybe not the government makes law or something, but... Basically, no matter where you are in America, we is going to be legal. I think that's what's going to happen. Um, I, you know, I don't know how quickly or how, but it's going to happen. I think it's going to be closer than that. I mean, I, I think that within the next four years, like federally, it's going to be like rescheduled to something less than what it is right now, and then probably within like four to like you know five ten years, it'll be like legalized recreationally most everywhere. I mean, I think it's coming soon. I think, though, I'll add, though, um, I think also, if it's going to be decriminalized or legalized or whatever, I hope at, well, actually, I don't want to say decriminalized. Um, if it is legalized, I, the one thing I do hope is that there are very harsh penalties for, harsher penalties for driving under the influence with not only alcohol, but marijuana and anything else. I, I don't know if that's going to deter people. But I just think that should be something you should definitely have as harsher penalties for people that drive under the influence of any drug. Well, honestly, I think that's going to become a moot point in like the next 10 years anyways because I see that self-driving cars are probably going to become more prevalent. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's true. Start. And I that's where that's I think legalization will happen quicker is because of this rise in technology. Because that's like the major issue with that. But I think, you know, back to the thing I said, like, do you have any other points on this section? Um, I'm trying to think of the other, like, stuff we were talking about before we started uh, recording. Um, oh, the one thing I will mention is that when people say, oh, nobody has driven under the influence of marijuana and killed anybody. Well, part of the thing, like, they can detect marijuana in your system, I think. But a lot of the statistics were, I think, done at, I, I don't, you know, people fact check me on this, but I think there was uh, something I saw in the video where it said like, a lot of these statistics were done where cops really can't, oh, that's what it is. Cops can't test you for being under the influence of marijuana unless they get a warrant or something. They have to do something special to get that, and that's why these statistics are kind of off, and they don't have, you know, a lot of people that have been under the influence of it while driving. Um, so I think you're going to see an increase in like car accidents and crime and, um, a bunch of other things when it gets legalized, which I think is what happened in Colorado. There's a bunch of, um, you know, accidents increase, but at the same time, you know, you know, the drug legalization activists will say, well, it, it legal, it decreases crime. It's like, well, yeah, no shit, because it's not illegal anymore. You know, there are benefits in, you know, uh, we, uh, 
drawbacks for it being legalized, but I, I overall, I don't really know if it's good or bad. I just, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, now to the second thing I want to go and talk about, like, actual solutions. I do think that, like, a sort of medical situation, like prescribing the ability for you to take a drug recreationally, I, I think that would have definite positives. Now, I mean, it'd be easier for things like, you know, like like mushrooms or LSD because, like, you don't, like, the addiction isn't there like it is for, um, like, harder drugs. Like, mm. it's more, it's it's completely psychological with, like, the uh, hallucinogens. Like, if you try, if you take, like, uh, you know, one of those, like, LSD or something, you don't get physically addicted to it. Like, there's actually, if you take another thing of LSD after you take one, it's significantly less effective. Like, they have a, uh, forget the name of it, but, like, it's kind of like a natural, like, a solution like you have to go and take double the dose to get the same pleasure of LSD, but like and then same. And I think mushrooms have a similar sort of thing with these uh, psychedelics. So I think that would probably have a better uh, situation with the legal, like the sort of medical prescribed solution. I think marijuana would be like prescribed recreationally. I think that would be suitable. But I, I think at this point, there's enough like uh, momentum where you won't even like need to go through that step first. Because most people would be able to get a deal with it. Now, I mean, I, I agree with your earlier comment about, um, you know, like for like if they let you use cocaine or opiates, like things that are actually addictive, then they then you then they might end up becoming addicted to it. However, my counter argument to that would be like, you know, if they see you starting to get addicted, they just come throwing to like, you know, they they'd be able to catch it a lot earlier on because they're monitoring you those would be a lot more hard to get into it. Like, you'd have, like, you couldn't be, like, some poor guy, like, to get prescribed it. So you'd have to be financially stable. That'd be one of the requirements because, you know, if you're poor, you, you pro like, you have a lot less distance to fall to hit rock bottom. Mm -hmm. But, like, you shouldn't, you won't have to be, like, necessarily rich, but you'd have to go and prove that you're financially stable. You'd have to be, you know, probably, like, 21 or maybe even higher than that to go and get the prescription to, uh, recreationally take these drugs and i think that would be like a, a, a good midway solution to complete legalization i think at, at some point that'd be ideal but given just i think you need a high iq society to be able to handle that freedom i think that'd work for now you know mm. yeah that's what's tricky is that i'm afraid society literally cannot handle it it's like giving you know a kid a race car you know he he's gonna crash it because he's a kid, you know, he's not responsible. And I think that's the problem with people is that they're too irresponsible. And that's why I never want to do drugs and never want to do alcohol because I view it as something that's very irresponsible. It's like, yeah, you may be having a good time, you know, in your, in your head, but what are you doing to other people? You know, there's a risk involved. You're not in control fully of your body or your mind. Uh, and I view that as dangerous. And, and not only that, it's unhealthy because there's been studies done there's a recent one done recently about how alcohol no matter how much you have is unhealthy and damaging to your body you know to what degree i mean the study gets into that but same with marijuana it's i believe it's damaging to you i you know there's some studies to back it up you know maybe not as much if you like when you do it like every day that's going to be really badly like, if you do it once a week it's probably not going to be as bad you know, I don't know, but I, I just don't like this argument also that you hear from people, especially on the left. They're just like, oh, marijuana is natural. I'm like, yeah, so is ricin. Okay, just because it's natural doesn't mean 
it's automatically good for you. You know, there's a lot of natural things that are awful, terrible, can kill you, like fucking ricin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, poppies are plant. You know, you can you can find like poppies out there, and you can you know die from opiate overdose if you go and take the latex from that. Like there, that's I hate that argument as well. Yeah. But like you know, it just it's like oh you're going to illegalize plant. Well, like it's more than just that. Yeah, it's not just a plant. <laughs> You know, you can be legalized for numbers if you think about it, because, like, you know, if someone sends you an inappropriate image of a child on the computer, when you think about what that is, all it is is a bunch of numbers stringed together. Yeah. You could be sent to jail over numbers. So, you know, that's an argument, too, if, against marijuana, like, against uh, marijuana legalization. It's, you know, it's just a, it's a plant, but, you know, that, it doesn't mean anything. Like, there are tons of things that are illegal. Yeah. yeah, and the but, last... Oh, sorry, I'll let you finish. I got one more thing to finish. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Okay. Uh, last point I want, because I'm trying to remember these things, uh, so I'll sometimes get a little excited ahead of myself. But last thing I want to say is, because I'm getting some solutions, is that when people say that marijuana is not addictive, like you said, that's BS, and I agree with you. And I, I've just had this sort of revelation in the past few days. You know, when people that are just casual drinkers will say, you know, alcohol is not addictive. You know, it can be for certain people like alcoholics. They, you know, they have to drink. It's their, for whatever reason, if it's escapism to make them feel good, whatever. They cannot stop drinking or cocaine or heroin. These people are addicts and they have to have it to literally keep moving in the day. Like I remember seeing this thing on National Geographic of a guy that was addicted to heroin that lived in the city. And he'd walk around every day on the streets in the city looking for needles. You know, his, he'd be scourging the streets for needles to juice up because he needed it that badly and he was dirt poor he didn't have any money he was you know dirty and disgusting and you know that's why it's because it's addicting it's all you're doing is spending your time and money on stupid shit um but when people say marijuana is addictive i i i've grown to really not like that and same with alcohol because if it's not addictive you know if you cannot be addicted to it why are you still doing it the people that tell me it's not addictive are still doing it. Like at college, <coughs> um, people. <coughs> Sorry, I'm dying. It's not because I smoked weed. Um, people at college go out drinking every week. Every weekend, they're out drinking. Okay, you're obviously you get a high, a certain high of it, not the literal high from like a drug or something. Maybe it is, I don't know, but that's not my point. You get a pleasure out of it that you want to keep doing it. That's the definition of addiction. Marijuana can't is addicting, and so is alcohol. So are fucking video games, Oreos, milk. You know, it's addicting because you like it and you want more of it. I, I just don't, you know, like this concept, you know, my, my point here really is, is I don't like how the debate is being framed. And I think we're, what we're trying to do, we're doing a better job at, is framing the debate in a more honest way, where we're not really picking the side here so hard, you know, like Joe Rogan, like, oh, weed's going to cure cancer, or, you know, some Christian uh, priest, Puritan, that's like, oh, you know, marijuana is the worst drug in the world, and it's evil and kills everyone. You know, those are two really stupid extremes. But in terms of solutions, I think, like I said, no matter what happens, I think it's going to get, no matter where you are in America, you're going to be allowed to do it. I think the best way to do it is leave up to the states. 
It's not in the Constitution. Leave it up to the states. Okay, we're 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 gonna make our libertarians happy and our Republicans kind of happy with that. So what are the states gonna do? They're gonna try it out. Is it working well? Okay. Are there big problems? Okay. Well, we'll move on from there. And like anything, you put it in the state, you see how it works, and then it moves on and maybe goes into another state. That's what happened with gay marriage. And then the Supreme Court ruled on it. You know, as a matter of stance on that. But my point is, is that when it was tried in states then you got a sense of how it's going to work. And I think that's the best way to do is just try and say to see what happens. But I think the bigger implication, philosophically, legally aside, is what is the cultural implications of this? And this is where I have a problem. You know, if we legalize it, we're basically saying it's okay to do it. Is it really okay to do this? In my opinion, no. I don't think you should do it. Do I think you should not be allowed to do it? That's a different discussion. But I think the problem we're going to have now is we're going to form a culture of weed is cool, weed is okay by legalizing it. Is that going to, you know, turn, you know, 16, 18-year-olds into, you know, coke addicts overnight? No. But it's going to make things more, you know, like I said, okay to do. And I have problems with that. But at the same time, when something's illegal and people are telling you not to do it, people are more enticed to do it. So what do you do? The best thing really to do is to form a culture of that marijuana sucks. Marijuana is bad. Marijuana um, is not good for you. That's what you really need to form. And how do you do that? I don't know. It's got to be through the media. It's got to be through schools. It's got to be done in a fun, entertaining, cultural way. But our culture in movies and video games and everything has pushed this idea that weed is cool, it's great to get high, it's a good time with your friends, and I don't see how that's going to really change. I'm not going to be a pessimist and say it can't change, but I'm just saying that there are problems in our culture that it's not going to get you know better, really. Yeah, I, I think that the problem with marijuana is the uh, yeah the, the pot culture is definitely an issue because that's like all that they base their lives around, and I think that's something that we're going to have to go and deal with. But I think that battle at this point is already over. Now for the future of drug legalization, and which I think is a more pressing matter with mm. this issue because you know that's going to happen. Is I think that we have to go and create a system where we can kind of like test drop like where things be tested where we can go and like have more research onto it i think we should in general like re change the scheduling system so that people may reschedule a bunch of old drugs because i think that like a lot of drugs have a lot of potential uses that are good but they're not allowed to have any research into them like the schedule one like you know lsd mushrooms um dmt they all have very high potential uses for like you know psychotherapists for people who have ptsd you know, like, they they actually have medical benefits to it as well. Like, it's not like it's so much like you, you might have with marijuana, but there's a lot of really important psychological things, especially since, like, society in general, they seem to become uh, psychologically, I don't want to say weak, but psychologically weak. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's definitely some uses there, and that's why I think, you know, we need to go and change the schedule for those drugs. Like, heroin and stuff can stay where they are for now. But I think that for the psychedelics, they need to be looked at. And I think that weed is going to be the gateway drug to uh, legalizing those drugs, which I think is a good yeah. thing. But I think psychedelics, you know, that they probably deserve their own um, their own episode because that's a whole other issue yeah. with, those, with those particular drugs. However, 
you know, I, I think we, the, the weed will have a very important impact on that. But I do think that there's going to have to be some solutions for, um, you know, driving and that. And they need to go and come up with it quick because they're going to go, like, legalize it. Like, maybe they're going to – and, like, it's really hard, too, because, like, a lot of these tests that they have, the like, field sobriety tests, like, those can – like, people can fail those and be perfectly fine. Like, they could not be taking any drugs and fail the sobriety tests. There's a lot of subjective issues. They need to go and revamp them. Maybe, like – have some researchers figure out a way to go and like determine how much like if you're actually intoxicated by weed or not mm. like they need to go and do a lot more research into that and they need to do it fast yeah because yeah. the current situation like they have like field tests for weed but the problem is if like you smoked weed last week and you know you didn't smoke any today and you're like a heavy stoner like you're gonna be screwed over and on the other hand you could be high and driving and you know you put your stuff in your eyes and they you look fine and they're not going to notice anything. And, you know, you might not test for very high with weed. Like that's the most significant issue I see right now. And that needs to be addressed. I mean, the uh, self-driving vehicles and Uber will help mitigate that. And self-driving vehicles will probably just get rid of that problem entirely when yeah. they get to the point where you can use them a lot. Now in rural areas, that's going to be a problem because I have a feeling that self-driving vehicles aren't going to do as well there be just because there's not enough people to go and map them out like as much as we would like like if you've seen some of these like backwoods places it's very difficult like for google maps to even have the right address like, exactly I've, I've been to west virginia before like my one uh, ex-girlfriend's like aunt's house was not even on google maps like it wasn't on google like my try to navigate there it wasn't on there and like these sort of places is going to be really difficult to deal with, um, you know, self-driving cars. So that's going to be a problem. You might have a lot more like weed and like drug, you know, DUIs, you know, drug under influence or whatever they call it, driving under the influence of drugs. And that's going to be a problem. And other than that, you know, just in general society needs to go and figure out a way to go and like stop telling people it's perfectly good to go and take drugs. It's not like any... Like, at least, like, most substances, if your body doesn't have it originally and it's not, like, prescribed to you medically, you really have no reason to be taking it. Like, any sort of, like, psychoactive substance. Like, it's not really going to do anything good for your body just to, again, recreationally take drugs. You know, and I, and I would say possibly with the exception of some actual psychedelics. But that's, you know, that's going to be a whole other discussion. But in general, it's not really a good thing to start taking a drug if you've, like if you're not prescribed it, yeah. you know, whether that be alcohol, nicotine, you know, ketamine, heroin, marijuana, I don't think it's going to make you a better person for smoking weed unless you have a medical issue. Now, I think it, you know, it might help you relax a little bit. It might help you get some sleep if you're insomniac, but it's, you know, it, there's a lot of downsides to it. And they just don't talk about those. Like, there's a whole lot of issues with just people taking these drugs, and they, they don't even think about it. Like, honestly, I think that makes a lot of the NPC people out there, because they just kind of, like, it dumbs, it dumbs life down to a certain extent. Uh, it's like, remember when Alex Jones was um, saying uh, in his, his custody hearing, he's like, you know, I, I just smoke weed on Joe Rogan's podcast. I, I just do it once a year, test the potency, see George Soros is, you know, cranking it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah as comical as that is like that that is becoming an issue that you're tapping into so weed's becoming more um higher in potency and they've jacked it up 
you know, for whatever reason, I guess because it's selling better, you know, the, you know, everybody wants a higher high. Once you have one high, you want more. Uh, and I think that's going to become a problem. Maybe, you know, through legalization, that will get regulated and that won't be as big as a problem. But you're having weed becoming so potent that people are, you know, basically getting more dangerous weed, you know, and having uh, more negative effects on. But I do agree that we need to reform the police and all these other systems on how to detect weed, how to, you know, you know what, you know, they don't need new breathalyzers check for weed. I don't know if they can do it now. I'm just speaking out my ass here. But, you know, we need to make sure we're prepared for this as a society because, um, you know, the, the other reason I know that the battle is already lost is that you look at, look at, just literally look around you. You know, we have, you know, stores that sell beer. We have stores that sell alcohol. We have stores uh, they're just made for beer. We have wineries. We have all this stuff. But, you know, slowly we're seeing pot farms. We're seeing marijuana dispensaries. We're seeing pot stores. We're seeing these things everywhere. So, in other words, it's becoming more culturally accepted. It's becoming more ingrained in our culture that it's like, I think in like 20 years, we're going to look back and be like, you know, kids that are born there are going to think it was crazy that marijuana was illegal. It's kind of like how we thought in Prohibition that it was crazy. Now, I don't want to draw that parallel too hard because, you know, in Pro when Prohibition happened and people got all angry it's because alcohol was a very, you know, socially and culturally accepted thing. I think marijuana is going to take a long time to get to that level. I mean, it's going to take, you know, hundreds of years, to be honest. But what I'm saying is quickly, it's going to, you know, take a, you know, definitely more dramatic effect that's going to be more accepted, which... I you know, like I said, of all the drugs, it's like the you know, it's it's not you know, it's definitely the least worst in many ways. But you know, it's it's not this golden cure cancer. It's a perfectly fine thing. I just hate how it gets you know framed that way. But I would also say that um, you know, the other thing that we can do solution wise um, is make sure that when it does get you know everywhere, when it is pretty much legal, we got. I know I'm a small government guy, but we got to make sure it's regulate, regulated well because we don't want to, in my view, make a bad situation worse. You know, I, I don't want well, you know, it's not really the worst situation in the world. It really isn't that bad. I mean, I just, I don't think it's going to be that bad on society, but I think it's going to have a cultural sort of just dumbing down. Um, and I think also you need to, you know, with the autonomous cars will definitely help big time with making it more, uh, you know, less of an issue for the, you know, because everybody points to that example of, oh, well, if you get in your car and you drive high, you're going to kill somebody. That's not going to be much of an issue anymore. And I think that's where legalization becomes more uh, possible. I agree. And here's one more thing I, I found recently uh, that I, I, I completely forgot about. So it's like been a relatively new phenomenon as like, you know, marijuana culture is extended. They have something called cannabinoid hyper hypermyese syndrome and it's basically where like people just start like vomiting uncontrollably and like demanding to go and take hot showers after, like, oh, yeah, you better, like, you better not do that Penn State you don't want to go in the showers here <laughs> but well, the issue like it, it's, it's strange it's like mostly with people who are a long term you know marijuana usage and they'll end up like just having like severe nausea and vomiting and they'll and then, like it causes um it's it's a med it's a medical emergency and people have like gone to the hospital for this and i mean it, it's not deadly or anything i mean some of the effects like you might i think it might lead to some sort of like a damage to because of the vomiting and whatnot 
Well, that's another issue too, which, you know, it's a completely new disorder that just became around because of uh, probably high potency marijuana usage. But, you know, as things get regulated and people learn the risks, I mean, alcohol has these issues too, if you drink too much, obviously. So I think, you know, that's not as big of a deal. But I, I think in general, we need to go and start like going away from, you know, even, even for like, you know, alcohol. We can just go and like start trying to go and limit ourselves with how much we do. Like if you use it like every so often, it's fine. But like I think if you're addict, like chemically dependent on anything, that's that's just bad. And that's kind of where I feel and where I stand with that. Now I think that you know, tw like ten years ago, I would have said that the um, medical uh, pers the prescription um, for recreational use would be useful for marijuana. But at this point, it's you know, the die's already been cast, like I said before. It's, it's going to happen whether, you know, we like it or not. And I think, you know, it's it's not that big of a deal in my, um, yeah. in my honest opinion. Of all the drugs out there, you know, marijuana's not the da most dangerous. Although I do feel that there's definitely some risks with it. But, you know, I would like to go and see more legalization in terms of, uh, you know, traditional hallucinogenic drugs like the, you know, like like uh, like the LSDs and the mushrooms and stuff, but you know, and marijuana at least will lead to that, and that's I think what we're gonna see next. There'll probably be mushrooms first, and then maybe DMT. Then after that, LSD will probably go and make its way, and then eventually it'll get to um, you know maybe other things. But by that point, we'll be able to go and tell like genetically if you're susceptible to uh, addiction because there is a genetic com component to just about everything. Yeah, and I want to emphasize too that like. As you know, as as Aaron Jack, I'm getting here. I I honestly don't think this is the biggest deal in the world. Like, if it becomes totally legal tomorrow in every, uh, fifth you know state in all fifty states, I I'm just not gonna care that much. I mean, that's why partially why I don't have a solid stance on this issue because I really just don't care. <clears throat> I know that's what Crowder said and got Joe Rogan triggered, but I really just don't care that much about weed. I just don't give a shit. You know, I, it's just not that big of an issue. I think it's degenerate. I think it's stupid. But, you know, I'm still, a, I'm, you know, the biggest advocate ever for freedom. Like, I am, you know, I care way more about freedom than anything. So that's why I just don't care about this. Because I think you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not hurting somebody. But, you know, with certain things like marijuana, you got to think about it a bit. And... That's what I hopefully I'm trying to do here. I I just you know I I don't want to sound like I I don't have a stance because I like I said I, that's one of my pet peeves. But I just don't give a shit. Well, yeah, and I think it's you know like what you mentioned earlier about you not really having a stance. I don't think it should be a a hill for conservatives to die on. Exactly. Like, it, like people, they they keep like going out against like the Jeffs like not the Jeff Sessions like the. Uh, <laughs> Shocky Mick Shockerson, what's his name? Oh, like Mike, Mike Pence. Pence. Yeah. yeah, like I want, yeah, and Jeff Sessions too. Like I want to go and have that sort of like mentality because it's not going to do you folks any favor when you go to get elected. But you know, it's it's okay to go and have your principles, but on the other hand, you have to go and pick your battles. And I think marijuana's already won for the time being. Yeah. Now, yeah, like I, I just don't see most people caring all that much because I mean most of the boomers who really made a big deal about it are getting prescribed medical marijuana for their <laughs> like arthritis so yeah. you know they've gotten a lot more used to it well that's the same thing like I'm glad you mentioned that I mean it's a little bit of a tangent but like 
I, you know, that's the one thing that's been holding us really conservatives back more than anyone. Is they die, they, they literally will die in a hill over the stupidest of issues. Like, for instance, gay marriage. Like, there are still some conservatives that are actively anti-gay, anti-gay marriage. I'm like, guys, it's been settled. Love it or hate it, just move on. This isn't a big issue. Don't die on this hill. But they're dying on this hill. Why? Because it's the religious right. They are... You know, hamstrung with their Bible uh, in one hand and their cross in the air, that they will not, you know, accept it by any means. And it's like you don't even have to be pro or anti-gay marriage to really realize that it's just silly to die on such a minute issue. You know, I actually changed my stance on that. But you know, my point being is that you know, if you want to be successful in politics, if you want to be, uh, you know, just really just successful in any form of politics you can't worry about dying on the hill on stupid issues on minute issues you can't be so you know stuck on my principles that you will not compromise on anything that you will not um you know pick your battles that just it hurts your movement yeah i mean i think that the gamer issue has a lot more nuance but as for marijuana, I, I just think that one's completely dead. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go make a big issue with this. Like, yeah. it, it, I just don't like a lot of conservatives. Like, it, I, I wouldn't say smoking marijuana makes you a bad person at all. Yeah, like it's just like I, I mean, I don't really think doing substances as long as that's not what your life is about. I don't think that'd make you a bad person because I've known people who've done all sorts of drugs who are fine people. Exactly. But then I've also known a lot of junkies in my life. I know people exactly. who did do marijuana who were bad people, but that's not because they did marijuana. That's because they made it into their life. Yeah. And they, and they would go and like steal for marijuana. And I think that's the difference. Yeah, I totally agree. It's like Elon Musk is a great guy. Took a little puff. Okay. You know, I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that at all. But, you know... It's not going to make me hate Elon Musk. I thought he did is dumb. Oh, yeah, I agree. But, um, you know, just to go and kind of summarize things, like, um, you know, definitely marijuana. They just need to go and conquer how they're going to deal with transportation and find a way to go and, like, talk about the real facts about not just a bunch of fake news from both the right and the left. And, um, you know, don't die on this hill. And for other drugs, you know, possibly using a sort of medical, um, I, I think that like one solution for, you know, future drugs, because marijuana's already passed, would be the uh, prescription um, recreational use model where the doctor gun monitor that. But yeah, just don't, do just don't make it like such a huge issue with marijuana because people like it, it's just it's going to happen and you're going to yeah. look. Like, I don't want to say, like, I really hate that term, like, you know, you're on the wrong tree, but <laughs> it kind of feels like that's that's going to be the case with marijuana. Like, we'll yeah. look back at it years from now. But I, I just generally believe in freedom. Freedom's always on the right side of history for the most part. 